The search is on for a missing Titanic tourist submarine. And how would you like to intake your microplastics? Maybe through inhaling? And Korean convenience stores are selling gold bars in vending machines. These are all the weird stories on this episode of Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a dude in a closet. If you don't believe me, that's the wall right there. Come visit me. A Titanic tourist submarine is missing, and the search continues. Once again, the news of a major accident is coming from the place where the Titanic ship was sunk in the Atlantic Ocean. In fact, the Titanic submersible carrying some tourists to the wreckage of the Titanic ship has gone missing in the Atlantic Ocean over the weekend. The missing submersible craft is Ocean Gate's Titanic submarine, which is the size of a truck. It can hold five people and typically dives with a four-day-long supply of oxygen. This tourist submarine has several tourists on it, including a 59-year-old British billionaire businessman and explorer named Hamish Harding. Well, today I learned that tourist submarines exist. I didn't know tourist submarines were a thing. They probably shouldn't be a thing. You shouldn't put tourists in front of any vehicle that requires like a lot of professional preparation and that goes into very, very dangerous environments. Like there probably shouldn't be a tourist space shuttle either. I mean, I think it's risky enough to take a hot air balloon ride, you know, that's just me. Um, relief and rescue operations, it says here, are being carried out to find this Titanic tourist sh- submarine only after it was reported missing. The Coast Guard has said that the 21-foot Titanic submersible went underwater over the weekend and lost contact um, for about an hour, 45 minutes. The Boston Coast Guard further said that a major operation is being conducted to find this Titanic tourist submarine. According to OceanGate, the company behind this Titanic tour submarine. They say all options are being explored to bring the crew back safely, and several maritime agencies and deep-sea companies are also helping out in this campaign. Their search for the tourists has two aspects. There's a surface search in case this submarine has returned to the surface but somehow lost communications, and then, of course, there's an underwater sonar search. A representative said said that they would need additional expertise to rescue the vessel if it was, in fact, found underwater, and they were reaching out for help, including to the U.S. Navy, if that's necessary. We're saying here that there was a total of five tourists on this submarine, uh, which charged guests $250,000 for a place on the eight-day expedition to visit the famous Titanic wreck where it sits 3,800 meters beneath the surface at the bottom of the Atlantic. The actual site is about 600 kilometers, 370 miles off the coast of Newfoundland, and it lies in two parts, with the bow and the stern separated by about 800 meters. A huge debris field also surrounds the broken vessel. A full dive to the Titanic, including the descent and ascent, reportedly takes approximately eight hours. Each expedition lasts eight days, according to OceanGate, and each dive is meant to include a scientific objective, including studying the wreck's decay. The inaugural dive took place in 2021, according to the company's website. A journalist who at one point went on board this vessel reported that he read a waiver that described the submersible as 
quote, an experimental vessel that has not been approved or certified by any regulatory body and could result in physical injury, disability, emotional trauma, or even death. He also reported that the vessel only has one button and is run using a video game controller. Well, there's quite a bit to unpack here, and rather than point fingers at human stupidity, um, I think, I, I mean, because to spend a quarter of a million dollars to go into a tourist submarine that isn't approved or certified by any regulatory body, that's, you know, on one end not too bright. Uh, I think the overall idea here that bugs me is this obsession with the Titanic. I mean, it's just, I just don't understand it. I mean, everyone wants to go down to see this sunken ship. I mean, it's just like... I mean, how many documentaries do we have? How many films about the damn thing? I'm just, I'm kind of over it myself. It, I have no more, there is no more curiosity as far as I'm concerned surrounding this wrecked ship. How many decades and dollars spent just jumping down there to grab a candelabra that, <laughs> that was on the piano? I mean, we don't even spend this much time and money trying to find missing human beings in our culture. I mean, this is just, I don't know. That's my take on the damn thing. Now, I, of course, hope and pray that they rescue this tourist submarine with the individuals on board. But we're looking at the days are numbered here as far as oxygen goes on this tiny vessel. Uh, the obsession with the Titanic, though, is is such that in a year from now, you could probably buy a ticket on a tourist submarine to see the wreck of the tourist submarine. Humans inhale a credit card equivalent of microplastic particles every week, according to a study. It's the sound of science, and it's frightening. Humans, it says, sorry to say, guys. We might be inhaling 16.2 bits of toxic microplastic particles every damn hour. This is the equivalent of inhaling an entire credit card over a week. Wow. That is uh, alarming. Um, inhaling a credit card's worth of microplastics every week. I wonder what the, the credit limit is with that particular card. Do I get, do I get any miles with that? I, mean, <laughs> I, I could use a new credit card or two. Now, it says here, these findings were recently published in the Journal of Physics of Fluids, and they warned that the tiny plastic particles generated from the degradation of plastic products can pose some serious health risks to us all, mostly on our respiratory system, because we're breathing it in. It's, it's frightening enough to know that we're drinking them in all the bottles of water, and now to know that I'm inhaling it as well. Great, great. A computer model to analyze microplastic transport and deposition in the upper airway was developed by some scientists, including those from the University of Technology, Sydney in Australia. Microplastics are tiny plastic particles, usually classed as less than five millimeters in length, that mostly result from the breakdown of larger plastic products over time. Scientists, of course, have warned over the recent years there are a number of potential health risks from ingesting these plastic particles as their chemical constituents, such as bisphenols and phthalates. It's a P next to an H next to a T, then another H. How do you say that? Phthalates? Fatty plastics, I'm going to call them. Fatty plastic. 
Uh, they're known to disrupt your hormones and they're linked to cancer. They're linked to infertility. They're linked to early for, uh, puberty as well. Recent studies have also shown that microplastics deep in human airways can cause p- very uh, risky respiratory health hazards as well. Here's a quote from uh, one of the nerds that conducted this study. Uh, Millions of tons of these microplastic particles have been found in water, air, and soil. Global microplastic production is surging, and the density of microplastics in the air is increasing significantly. I just want to thank this author of the study for not including that word I can't pronounce in that quote. The new study found that these plastic particles containing toxic Toxic pollutants tend to collect in hot spots in the nasal cavity or the back of your throat with their deposition rate dependent on breathing conditions and particle size. Oh, that's right. The flow speed, particle inertia, and asymmetric anatomy influence the overall deposition and in- increase the deposition concentration in your nasal cavities and in your orophonics. 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 Dude, come on, help me out here. Overall, the findings highlight this real concern that we should have about the exposure to and the inhalation even of microplastics, especially among people living in areas with high levels of plastic pollution or industrial activity. The study emphasizes the need for greater awareness of the presence and potential health impacts of microplastics in the air we breathe, which is frightening. I mean, I knew I was eating them. I knew I was drinking them. And now I guess I'm inhaling them. Well, you know, this is just mankind preparing for the future when all of our limbs are plastic prosthetics. So just get used to it, guys. (laughs) Bring out the weird news and bring out the best. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yay! Did you know that you could buy gold bars from vending machines in Korea? This is popular. The popularity of gold bars is surging at convenience stores all around South Korea as the value appreciates amid strong inflationary pressures across the globe. GS Retail is a store in Korea. They confirmed Friday that sales of gold bars at their convenience stores totaled almost $20 million in the past nine months ending in May. The gold bars dispensed through vending machines were introduced last September at five of their locations. The machines offer purchases of gold in five sizes, weighing 0.13 ounces to 1.3 ounces. The price of the gold in this vending machine fluctuates daily in the machine, keeping up with the international valuation for gold, which is approximately, I think it's like 1,900 an ounce at this recording. Uh, GS Retail operates more than 10,000 convenience stores all over South Korea. They say the popularity of the gold bars at its stores has prompted the company to increase the number of outlets carrying these vending machines uh, to 29, with plans to increase by 50 by year's end. A GS Retail representative told the media, The most popular gold bar is the smallest, the... 0.13 ounce one, which is currently priced at around 225 US dollars. Now, you're wondering who's buying these gold bars. Well, people in their 20s and 30s. 
appear to be the main buyers purchasing physical gold as an investment vehicle, especially in times like these when its value is just continuing to rise. We're seeing a lot of inflation worldwide and even banks collapse, which has caused more people to be interested in this anti-inflationary asset called gold. Uh, a gold bar purchased at a convenience store seems more like something done in fun rather than as a means for serious investment, some people might think. But I believe the popularity of those these gold bars is mainly due to the easy accessibility at convenience stores, no less. And it is a nice asset to have to fight the inflation that we're seeing. You can just add this to the long line of strange vending machines that you can find in Asia. I've been there. I've seen it myself firsthand. I've seen a umbrella vending machine, all sorts of strange food items, even sex toys. Uh, yes, sex toys out of a vending machine. It exists. As for buying something so valuable at a vending machine such as gold bars, I'm a little reluctant to do so. And I'm not sure I would feel very safe. I mean, that's the one ATM that I would target if I was a criminal going to rob somebody at an ATM. It would be the gold bar ATM. It wouldn't be the cup of coffee one. You, you, <laughs> you're going to steal a little bit of cash from them, maybe their credit card and, and what, their coffee. Here you can get the whole kit and caboodle. You get their credit cards, their wallet, and you get some gold bars out of it as well. So I would need the peace of mind to know that there's going to be a beefy security system. There's got to be a guard next to this. I probably, I don't recommend buying your gold out of a vending machine. I, I think you can, you can buy them at a bank, right? Do it at a bank, something safe. Yay! Well, stand on top of a grate and blow my dress up over my head. I'm just so grateful for all of the love and support I've got from my Weird AF News listeners. So much loyalty. Uh, for those of you who are new to the show and you haven't subscribed yet, yet please consider doing so in, in case you're wondering what it is. We got five days a week weird news. The only one in the world. On Friday, we only do weird news from Florida because uh, they need to get to heaven. Uh, and we have to save them. So I'm bringing awareness to the situation. Uh, if you want to support the show, I have a couple of ways you could do it. Uh, go to weirdafnews.com and you can click on buy Jonesy a coffee or you can join the Patreon as well. That's a way to do it. Or just do nothing. Just listen to the show. Kick back in your lawn chair with your, with your lemonade or your Arnold Palmer. Yeah, add a little rum, add a little rum in the Arnold Palmer. Hey, what's wrong with a little rum in my Arnold Palmer? Hey, hey, extra lemon, extra rum. Hey, what's wrong with that in my Arnold Palmer? It's summer, summer, summertime, summertime. What's your summertime go-to drink? I'm going to tell you right now, uh, I have two of them, uh, gin and tonic and uh, mojitos, because they're very cooling beverages, especially the mojito with that fresh mint in there. It's very cooling they're cooling substances that um, you know also make you feel good in your brain. Make you feel make you feel good in your brain. <laughs> yeah, you know when your Celtics lose Game Seven, <laughs> feels good. Feels feels good <laughs> in your brain. Gin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just juniper flavored gin. If you want to email me, funnyjones at gmail .com. Feel free to call the show six four six four five zero twenty twelve. The phone lines are open. I welcome all kinds of calls from all kinds of weirdos. Express yourself. Just try not to swear too much. I know you're weird. It's okay. It's okay. Just confess to us. 